All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. We'd love you to support this show. Please like, follow, and subscribe to us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Your likes and subscription helps us to grow and attract interviews and content. So please retweet and share our posts. Your contributions are appreciated. Hi, and welcome to episode 483 of the KISS FAQ podcast. Today, we didn't allow Julian nowhere near the show because we're going to talk about his book. Please don't tell him. Mask Hysteria, this one. Yes. We've all read it, and and we're going to... Is my um, picture mirrored, I think, is it? Is it no. mirrored for you? No, I no can, it's no, just I for me. It okay, ah, perfect. Uh, so we're going to talk about this one. First off, we're going to talk a little bit about Julian's previous work, maybe compare this one to his previous work. Uh, we'll talk about the visuals, uh, the way he has uh, um, built up the book, the chapters, uh, what we thought of it, uh, and so on. And at the, you, you can use uh, the uh, chapters. I'll, I'll make chapters so you can move around this episode, because I think it can be a pretty long one. Uh, I think we have a lot to say about this book. And if you don't have it, you have to go to maskhysteria.com and get one immediately because I think we all like this book I can say ahead of time uh, yes. I think Spoilers. it's one a little a, a little bit of a spoiler but but uh, I think if you're a KISS fan you'll like it mm-hmm. uh, so go to maskhysteria.com just click the flag to your country uh, and you'll go you'll get to Amazon uh, and there you can order it so uh, this book actually made some noise over here in Sweden. I took a look at the charts and it was at the top of the rock chart. I think it still is. Uh, and it actually made the top 10 for all genres in, in Sweden. It made it just number seven. I think that's his first book uh, to enter the top 10 in, in Sweden Amazing. on Amazon. So that was pretty cool. And I saw it was uh, the best-selling a rock book in in Australia as well. So hopefully it has done pretty well. So maybe Julian considers writing another book. We'll he see. He he always says this is the last one. I'll never do yeah. it again. But uh, we he all said know that he, so many times. Yeah, he said it so many. <laughs> okay, so let's start this off. Um, I think we'll start off with a little bit of comparison between this book and some of his previous stuff. Uh, what kind of differences did you notice, or what kind of similarities? Yeah, Mark is holding up the Odyssey book, which um, most people think it is his best work, along with uh, the solo. The solo one to me is probably one of the ones that I like the best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you compare this one with the solo uh, book, uh, what do you say? Is it up to the same level, or? Um, I, I think what I like, and, and don't get me wrong here, I love the solo book. It's the book that I still go and have on hand all the time. 
I kind of, whenever I'm in the mood to read about something KISS-wise, I, I always tend to grab that book because there's so many great stories about recording studios and stuff like that. And, and I really enjoy that aspect of the book writing. But the thing that I like a little bit better than that book, what I like about this one, like this one I think is a bit better, is the fact that there's a bit more photos in there. There's a bit more stuff to refer to, whereas in the other books, there's a lot more text. And that's fine, because I like reading stuff. It's not a problem. And especially if it's stuff I like to read, then there's no problem. But there's like a lot of stuff in this book that I find extremely fascinating. Like there's like contracts in here. And there's <laughs> I letters. I knew you were going to say that. I and there's letters were... from like from the from management, from a coin management, talking about yeah. specific things within the specific countries, you know, and you know touring schedules and you know. And what's what's really great about how Julian did this as well is that it's very specific to certain countries as well. Like if you look at this chapter here, it says France two on it, right? I don't know if you can see that, but it has yeah. France. Two, which means that this is the second bit of information on the country of France. And if you go a couple of pages down, he has New Zealand. There's stuff here on, you know, Spain and all kinds of different countries are represented in the book. Yeah, there's something here on Melbourne, Adelaide. He even goes in detail within Australia because, as we know, one of the biggest regions for Unmasked was Australia. All right, so obviously he could have had a lot of stuff in there about that. So that's one of the things that I feel makes this book just a hair better, like not better, but I like this one a bit better than uh, the, the solo album book, which was my favorite up to this point because because of that. But I do want to show one other thing really quickly. Just uh, talk amongst yourself, self, and I'm going to grab something. Okay. 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 Uh, so can... What's your favorite Julian book if you if you can't pick Mask Hysteria? Do you have one? Um, kind of like them all in different ways. Uh, okay. You know, I mean, even even going back to the Kiss album focus books, you know, those three volumes, uh, I always enjoyed those. Um, and then the newer stuff that I did, you know, he did the one on Crazy Nights not that long ago. So uh, so, which was so, pretty good too. So, um, yeah, I mean, they're they're all they're all. I, I enjoy them all, uh, but yeah, there is. As far as you know, if we talk about format, um, I, I would like a little bit of mixture of, like, what the new one is, uh, maybe with even more interviews mixed in, because a lot of a lot of those, you know, Odyssey and solo album books have interviews right it's pretty much mostly interview and if you had interviews mixed in with this kind of stuff that would be uh cool too you know but anyway hmm? yeah mark. Go ahead, mark yes so what i was gonna say is you know how when you collect vinyl people say that oh if you don't have the uh rock and roll over radio promo sample record that you're not a real you know vinyl collector well, yeah. I'm going to challenge that by saying, if you don't own this book, then you're not a real Julian Gill fan and collector of his books. And this uh, is going to give me a hernia to lift this, but it's this gigantic stone of a book. This thing is, look look at the size of this thing, okay? It's heavy mm -hmm. as hell. It's a hard copy. I mean, what is this, like 700 pages or something? Yeah, yeah it's like you know, 992 I'm on here page. He's broken them down into three volumes now because it's yeah. too darn big. 
Yeah, so there you go. That's that's volume two. I have volume one as well, but I got this as well, the, the, the huge entire thing. And this thing is a serious read. I mean, you know, th th it, this is like, you know, this is like the Bible of Julian Gill here. Like you got, when you open this, it's a, it has like every possible date and information that you could probably, you know, find on concert dates from Kiss on here. Now Julian will probably correct us and say, no, no, no. I found more information since this sure. release, so. Yeah, another quick thing regarding the the the, the book you're talking about there, um, Kiss on Tour, is mm -hmm. what this is. To me, this is like a expansion. It's like focusing in more on that one yes. time period that's in the Kiss on Tour book, but it's like you're focusing in deeper. <laughs> And then you're getting exactly. all this extra stuff, more details on it. And that exactly. would be good for him to do on other tours that are in the, you know, the Kiss on Tour, but focus in and do the same thing, you know, do a Creatures tour, whatever, Dynasty tour, same same kind of stuff and just focus yeah. in on, and, and, you know, that's, that's what I look at this. It's like a real focus in. The one on Kiss on Tour, you have, do you have the details and the general stuff? But this has every, you know, everything, yeah. all, all the, and, it, whatever, reviews and so on. And kind of like this, at the, at the end of that book, you have a picture of this book at the end of the one that right. Ken yeah, just held true. up. Right. Because he said Mark, that is, this, Mark is holding up the Odyssey book for you who listen to the audio. Yes. Uh, yeah. the, the, so Produced this is the one that continues into it, right? It continues yeah. from that book that we just talking about now into this, and this is exactly what Ken described, you know, unmat the unmasked one does. I think this kind of does the same thing. This goes into much more greater detail. So if you like run across the, even though there's no touring dates for for uh, right. the album, there's no tour, touring dates. But right. if you wanted to get into detail about why they didn't or the background of the, of the album, then you just get this book to find out more. And I think Ken's right on the nose when he says that. Julian should make other books to accompany these other times and make a book centered around the love gun period or make a book centered around, you know, God forbid, the destroyer period, you know, or something like that. Like <laughs> some, something, you know, just yeah. to give it a bit more detail. He'll right? do it now, just v because very, you said that. Very, very well, well put, you guys. Uh, I think this is kind of similar. I'm, I'm yes. showing Kiss on Tour. Uh, I think it's kind of similar to Mask Hysteria. Uh, and as Ken said, Mark, mask hysteria is like you're using a magnifying glass and mm -hmm. going into yes. unmasked tour. And I think it was a kind of a cool thing he put at the end of mask hysteria. There's like, if you want to read more, yeah. read about the next year in, and then he adds a picture of Mark the Odyssey saying. book. Yeah. I think yeah. that was yeah. a great way to end the book. So if people get excited about mask hysteria, there's a continu continuation in the Elder Book Odyssey, mm. uh, and that's that's a huge book that will uh, teach you a whole lot. So I, I recognize the, the the way it was written from Kiss on Tour, and then yeah. I think he actually used something things that that Ron, uh, what's his name, the guy who was going to make that magic book, he used dates. Ross. In yeah, order, yeah, yeah, Ross. In order Ross to Bradley. explain what happened, so so <laughs> this time around, um, Julian has uh, used that format at times. You know, dates, what happened, what yes. happened in this. I think that was a good way to 
break up uh, the chapters. Uh, so uh, I think that was a good addition. I don't think he's done that previously in in case on tour but but that was something new okay that's a bit about how the book was structured uh, what about the visuals of the book because i think the visuals is the biggest difference from his previous books oh, yeah. we can start with you mark uh, we can start with the cover actually just tell us what you think about the cover well i think the cover is really good i i, I like the way they did the uh, the coloring of it. I mean, if you take a look, then there's a there's a the associated color mm-hmm. with each band member kind of shading behind him, right? So you have like the red behind Gene, the purple behind Paul, and the blue behind Ace, right? And uh, stuff like that. So I like the way they did that. I think that's fantastic. And like I said earlier, the the thing I really like about this book in general is that there's far more graphic stuff and and photographs in here. You know, like there's all kinds of different things in here that you can look at right uh and i've always been a sucker for memos and you know contracts and stuff like that but but that's also the yeah see like this stuff like that. this this has to be mark's favorite page it's all contracts and memos. oh yeah that, definitely though those are the kind of things that i like, <clears throat> like I reading yeah. and of course what what's also fantastic too is i know that julian has, has always been one of these guys that loves investigating newspaper clippings yeah stuff like that and the fact that he has a bunch of them here that you can actually read that's the one thing i hate about some people's books is that they put clippings in there and you're like what the hell does yeah. that say you're like squinting oh, to try true. to read it you know and this is very easily legible in here he did a great job with mm-hmm. that you know i i have to definitely tip his hat in. and and you know like even stuff like this being a musician myself i always have to smile when i see like ads like that for Eric Carr, like like the Ludwig drum ads. Mm-hmm. So, because I remember seeing those in magazines from days gone past, like long time ago, right? Uh, and of course, when he puts in, you know, for us vinyl collectors, you know, when he puts like, you know, the seven inch uh, covers and the singles associated mm-hmm. like with them, the actual 45, like th- that's the kind of photography that I'm guessing it's not that he didn't want to put it in the other book, but I'm guessing maybe there were certain reasons why he couldn't do it in the other books. Maybe there was, you know, maybe he had to pay a certain amount of money to get certain rights to things, or maybe just he didn't have them at the time. So, uh, but whatever the reason, I'm glad that he added more photography and images into this book. Good points, Mark. Uh, I think uh, actually we might have to mention the pricing of the book because this new book is a whole lot uh, more expensive than the other ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think one big thing is it uh, contains color, uh, mm-hmm. lots of pictures and photos, while the previous were pretty much black and white books, it, almost like Xerox copies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's one thing that put up the price, but it's it's still worth it. But, it, but it's it, worth it every costs, cent. Yeah, it costs a bit more than, than the others, but, but, but it's well worth it. And, uh, uh, but what, one thing, I'd, if we can put, uh, bring up something that's not my favorite thing about the book, the, the front is perfect. But I don't know what Julian was thinking with this side, especially <laughs> this text make me nauseous. Text, it's, like, like, it's like if I've taken a few too many beers. Dizzy. Uh, so, so I think this could have been done um, a bit better. Uh, the text is perfect, but I don't, I don't care for the visuals on the back, but you mostly look on the front and the front is like, 
perfect. So hmm. that's the most important thing. What about you, Ken? What do you say about the visuals of the well, book? Well, yeah, I mean, obviously the the cover draws you to it, and it's it's just a fantastic, you know. I don't know if it was done via, um, you know, painting or probably computer graphics. I'm sure. Um, just a great job on that. I think that's really a great cover. Um, as for the layout, I think it's fantastic. Um, yeah, and again, yeah, it's all in color. Where other things before, you know, were usually black and white. So, and it has a lot of more details and things. So. Just, just a great layout of the whole, the whole book. I mean, I, he hasn't laid out anything like this. Even the pages themselves have a background to them. You know what's there. Yeah. You can, if you really look deep, you can see some things uh, behind the text, behind the pictures. There's, there's these real uh, other kind of art or. or something behind a lot of the pages so uh, it's really cool one thing That's i should have brought layout. up too really quickly is that the person who did the front cover is claudio bergaman yeah, that's right who's yeah, listed yeah. as the cover artist and we should mention that of course yes that guy has made a lot of good covers he's made some um, uh, uh, album covers for some pretty mm. famous judas artists priest. Well. judas priest judas priest yeah i think the one Firepower, or that's the whatever one. it's called. Yeah. yeah. And it's also so done one of my favorite bands called Battle Beast from Finland, which wow. is a real cool band. He, right. He's done the, the, the artwork for that. So I don't know how. I think he met the guy on a cruise or something, or he met him somewhere and, and knew the guy a little bit. So so that's the way he, he got in touch with this guy. But hmm. you can see he's a, he, he's a real pro, this one, who, who's made this one. Not to say that the other covers from his old books are, are, are terrible, but, but this is. By far the I don't know by far I pretty much like the one he had for the solo albums and the elder as well so mm -hmm. he's always had kind of good covers the ones for Kiss on Tour are a bit more you know uh, simple but but they work they work as well yeah, I just said that yeah you know Kisteria mask um, mask Kisteria is I said it was a bit more expensive well well the point is these are really cheap I would like to say as a these books, Kiss on Tour, are really cheap. I mean, you get almost 500 pages for a re at, at a really cheap price. So uh, hmm. I and didn't price, mention my favorite. What the the prices have gone up since uh, those yeah. books too. And I think that's yeah, part of a the, bit, a bit. Yeah, but that, they are Amazon still not expensive. Yeah, you have to compare. You know, like 500 pages almost. For, for I don't know in 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 dollars it might be like how how much is it in, in dollars this one it's uh, I don't like know. yeah I think it's like can it be like twenty five dollars or something it's not like, yeah, even, even still that's that's a great deal yeah you know yeah so that's a great deal actually these are probably my favorites hmm. I really enjoy these because there's a lot of detail you know Kiss on Tour books are cool books and a lot of text so you can really you get a lot for for the buck, a, a lot of bang for the buck. So to, so actually, to what I like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen them before. I had them in the other room. I should have grabbed them before. But Julian made for the uh, the Rock and Pod conventions the first one, a small, like really small booklet version of some of the chapters, and uh -huh. I have the first tour one. Mm -hmm. I have the unmasked one, and I had the uh, Freedom to Rock one, as well. 
So they're like little small ones, like the size of this actually, maybe, or a little bit, little bit bigger than this. But mm -hmm. it's like a smaller version of the book. It's just that one singular chapter, and I bought three of those ones off of him. Uh, if he had some of the other ones, I would have grabbed those as well. But the the, the single chapters are, are interesting because they're light. You can carry them around if you're if you're a big kiss reader. You can take it with you in the car or whatever if you need some thing to read or if you're waiting for somebody or something. It's great, you know. Do, do you, you have them nearby? I, I haven't seen them. It I, I actually, give me a second. Them. I'll go grab one. I think I yeah. have them in my next room. Okay. Cool. Give me a when second. It, we'll just start the next he, part. Yeah. What he yeah. said. What he said. Take it with you. You can take it with you. It reminds me of the old Kiss commercial, the radio. You know, the Kiss radio. They, they said, "Take Kiss it with you." Radio. Take it with you. Radio. 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 Yeah. 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 That's a cool one. <laughs> uh, so, the visuals. It seems like all of us are really pleased with the visuals and we're yeah. we think it's an improvement for him uh and uh we're hoping he, he he does this with with other eras of the band you know it would be cool to see other tours getting this kind of treatment um but when it comes to what it says in the text uh, did you actually learn something new ken was there any new information that made you go aha didn't know about that. Yeah, there's stuff. As a true kiss fan, maybe all, you know everything. Yeah, no, there is. There's like, a lot yeah. of things I. Yeah, well, I don't pretend to know everything about kiss yeah. anyway. No, no. But there's a lot of things in there that uh, I hadn't heard before, or something <laughs> stuck out. Like, oh, that's interesting. This or that. Um, even towards the end of the book, uh, <coughs> even just seeing that they did you know record uh for instance and this is after the unmasked tour when they're getting in towards the elder mm -hmm. where where they're they have the bob the whole record company is a memo where they want bob ezrin to be the producer and yeah. i just thought when i, I saw that i thought of mark first for first thing <laughs> I thought of and anyway there's that and then i see where they recorded um you know um uh, what's the song that we always say should have been on creatures but um you know released i'm just blanking out right now uh, it's it's, it's my life it's my life right <laughs> sorry it's my life it was recorded even before yeah. elder kind of, you know as a as a, mm. a demo and i think i was like oh shit you know <clears> they, they should have you know i'm like i'm thinking oh wow let's get a box set of that but the one other little quick thing is yeah he should, i'm guessing joey will probably do and i don't know but destroyer because it's going to be easy to connect this period to the solo album period because it's right not destroyer i'm sorry dynasty Love girl. right uh, okay. because they can connect uh connect this and the solo albums and dynasty falls right in between mm. so you, you'll mm -hmm. have solo idea, albums man. you know dynasty, uh, dynasty unmasked. unmasked and then the elder the uh the elder yeah so yeah <laughs> okay so those okay. books i was mentioning to you yeah. are, are they look like this See, this is the unmasked oh, one. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's on tour, and if you look inside there, it's the same kind of format as the one that you have, right? It's mm -hmm. you know, but it's just like a more condensed version of it, obviously, right? So I have one of this right here for the unmasked, right? 
I also have this one here, which is the Freedom to Rock tour, okay. right? And that one also has, you know, tour dates as well on there as well. Uh, the other one, the first tour one, I, I I think I have it down in the basement, so I, I didn't grab that one. But yeah. to show you my earliest book that I got from Julian, and I know whenever I mention this book, he kind of rolls his eyes. He's like, that's my, that, that's terrible, my some of my most terrible work. But I <laughs> disagree. I think it's fantastic. I've enjoyed it. It was the first book I ever bought from him was this one. So, here's Album another focus. one. The Vault. Right. Yeah. This is a, a hardback of The Vault, about, you know, the music in The Vault. So... This is a small, smaller book. Um, I had to just take this out of my vault <laughs> Ken, right now. I had I've to... never, Ken, I've never seen the inside of that one. Can you just show it's, us a little bit? Yeah. Um, what does it have in there? Yeah. I mean, oh, it's well, signed by Julian Gill. Too. Um, but uh, it, it's mostly text. Uh, it may have a couple of, Let's pic- see it. Come on. of pictures in here. Let me see here. There's there's something here it has the mm. passes where I was you know that and it's just text and how, how many like, how many pages tells you the that? disc and lo- the disc number and then the song title oh. that's on the disc and the di- in that order um, uh, how many pages uh, 130 okay. around uh, 34 134 Ooh, 100 pages okay I didn't yeah. know it was that many pages yeah Gene Simmons band on the in a picture on that yeah. one so i don't think there is a short julian Ju- julian gill book i mean this one here is like <laughs> 240 241 pages long might be and shortest this like, one and this is like the sonic boom kind of era and uh, you know stuff like that right 2006 to 2013 and uh, i like this this is my introduction to his his writings yeah. right so i i this, this is my kind of entryway to it and without that i would never have gotten the odyssey or the you know the 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 solo album books or even this one and i'm glad i did discover it because i think that that also kind of opened the whole thing with the podcast too because i think that when i had just did the first episode of the podcast with those guys when they did the anniversary of dress to kill that was way back uh, i think yeah. shortly after that i ordered that book so okay i just asked ken about uh what he learned from the book, any new information, any new uh, things that you picked up from the book. I just have to mention before, you can have a few moments to think about that, Mark. Uh, I said, Ken mentioned something that we need to underline a bit. A lot of the information is about things that they were going to do. Yeah, that never happened. Too. That never happened. Yeah. And of course, people don't know about that. I think that was kind of interesting to see all the plans all the uh, ideas movie that n- nothing mm. came of uh, <laughs> and some of the ideas sounded great some of the ideas sounded not so great but it mm-hmm. was uh, really entertaining to read about it so i think that was one of the strong points in the book uh, uh, the things that never happened mm-hmm. uh, but mark were there something that you learned or something you want to underline um, well, I think mainly what I what I kind of learned from this book was, and again, I, I always go back to the contract stuff because you, you, you never I never you never know a, a much about the detailed stuff until you see these things. Like, like I, I find fascinating like how much 
uh, certain singles sold in certain countries. Like that, yeah. and they showed that information of how much is sold. And uh, again, that movie that they were going to do, that behind the mask movie, that you know, you, you, never, you never knew that that was even going to happen. And what was great was the the information here, like this here, uh, like when they were when they were showed the uh, the patent and trademark stuff that they did for the makeup, right? Like I know that they they oh, did yeah. that. He did mention it before in, in other books, but you know just to see more detail about that, and it's there's there's a lot of stuff in here that you can learn about. Like for example, I didn't know much about Eric Carr's background, you know, before he joined Kiss, right? So and they had a, a section here on Flasher or Flasher, yeah, Flasher. that band was, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and talks it talks a little bit about that in there as well, you know and it's there's there's so much in here i mean i went through this book let's put it this way i went through this book already twice and i think these kind of books you have to go through it multiple multiple times just to retain it you know what i mean like sure you can go through it once and then you can probably remember only about four or five things because it's like jesus (laughs) i just went through a whole book of stuff and i can remember like a quarter of it you know but then you have to go through it again and then it starts sticking you know i find that the best books for me are like that right I have to read it multiple, multiple times, and then it starts sticking. You know, oh yeah, I remember now that about, you know, this single or this about Peter Chris's uh, out of control solo album and stuff like that. Like, you know, yeah. like maybe people didn't know that when he did his first solo record that he was still under contract with Kiss oh, yeah. still. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and one thing I didn't know that was interesting there that they mentioned was that the fee that they had to pay Eric Carr to play, like his weekly fee or whatever, came out of Eric came out of Peter Chris's cut of, of the kiss stuff yeah. like to replace me okay we're gonna have to replace you while it's coming out of your share of kiss stuff you know because we have to replace you mm-hmm. right i didn't know that they did that it's kind of a yeah. bit of a dick move but i think it's still you know <laughs> uh, you know they they did it right so mm-hmm. it's those kind of little things that uh you know even the probably Manusha. the most yeah even the most uh knowledgeable kiss fan i think will probably figure out one or two new things for sure in these in this book specifically and another thing just just quickly when we talk about the the format and stuff but there's it gets to the you know italy or or Mm -hmm. that era part of the tour or something you know in in the foreign language that's you know not english and it's you have the articles like that he's you know julian has translated a lot of reviews uh fortunately for us that cannot read you know italian or whatever um or whatever language um it was very helpful and very cool that just a a quick question on that ken a quick question uh what do you think about the translation does it feel like english or do they feel like like they've been done by a computer no it feels pretty good it feels Mm -hmm. like it's done pretty well uh, you know, I didn't feel that it, it sounded like, yeah, that a computer did it. It felt like. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't it, feel that it was. It, like that. It felt like it flowed if fine so, as as a review. Yeah, yeah. It, it worked out the, pretty good. But the question is for 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 uh, Daniel. We'll have to turn English that question to you. How, how did you feel that his Swedish translation was? How did that work? Did, did you did you did you feel that it was kind of close, or did you think it was way off, or how was it? I helped him out with a difficult part, so it's really good. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, but I do have to say he he misspelled the place where where Kiss played, Erik Stahls Hallen. He missed an S, and uh, 
that's just terrible. It almost destroys the whole book for me. Oh my God. <laughs> no, no, he knows he did that mistake. I think he's corrected it since. And if there's another edition, uh, I think I think he'll he'll fix that. Uh, so now, is this true here? I'm just I just flipped through the page here, and I'm pretty sure this is in the Swedish section. Yeah, it's yes, it's still Sweden. Okay. That there that there's a review here. It says from another local review. Kiss is the ABBA of hard rock. Is it? Do they really say think that in Sweden that yeah. Kiss are the ABBA of hard Some rock? I don't think that's the the, the general uh, thought of Kiss that it's the ABBA of rock. Uh, there's really seldom comparisons between ABBA and Kiss in Sweden. Kiss is Kiss and ABBA is ABBA, and, and there's no uh, Kiss is more compared with you know children's band. Um, yeah, actually, I read a few reviews, you know, I, I went Archie's. to two shows a, a month back and, and mm. a lot of the reviewers compared Kiss to like, Menudo. how should I put this, like music, children music for adults, you know, there's children some music bags. for adults. Yeah, 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 you know, it's like fun and, and games and explosions and uh, uh there's really not nothing dangerous anymore. It's just happy go, you know. It's a happy time. And it's I, interesting, I, yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm seeing here. Yeah. It says here it says that uh, Kiss. It says they're the ABBA of hard rock. The group plays usually bland and thin hard rock. They are about as sexy as Mickey Mouse, and are the <laughs> and the most overt like violence in the show is when the two rockets are fired from the neck of the guitar. The blood that the bass player Gene Simmons drooled was was so fake. That it wouldn't scare anybody. Yeah, yeah so they fake. got really thrashed. They got thrashed in the press in 1980. Terrible reviews, most of them. A lot of the reviews, uh, they well, a lot of critics because, never because liked them. They were, no, they, they, you know, they weren't popular at the time. You know, you know, it was the same thing in America, even worse. So uh, people yeah. ridiculed them. Even when they were then, popular. In 83, 84, uh, they were. Uh, one of the hottest band around here in Scandinavia. Well, they so are, they yeah. managed to turn it around. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that that, mm -hmm. that was a little bit about new information and what you learned. Uh, and it's surprise. I mean, did the book meet your expectations? We all knew this was coming a long time. Uh, mm -hmm. Did it meet your expectations? Were there any surprises? Uh, mm -hmm. What do you say, Ken? Your initial, your initial. Yeah, reaction. it met. Yeah, I think it met my or exceeded my expectations. Exceeded. Um, you know, based on, you know, if you, th you know, based on his prior books, you kind of figure, you know, think what you're gonna get. Um, but he had flipped through it when he had, was flipping through it before he released it. I was seeing some of the the formatting. I thought, oh, this looks, you know, this looks mm -hmm. pretty, pretty. Step up cool yeah it's a step up um and you know being in color definitely definitely helps um, yeah hell yeah you know with the with the color picture i mean of course articles are black and white usually anyway but even that works better i think um than you're just playing black and white i mean yeah you know you got all the color here you know uh, it's really cool. This wouldn't look that good in black and white, you know. No. So uh, yeah, it, ex it I would say it exceeded uh, based on the prior ones. I think it's in a, it's a step in the right direction. 
um, as far as you know doing these types of books on tours or a period of time and mm-hmm. uh, and going forward uh, for other stuff and maybe uh, this format might not work well with some other type of subject maybe not but I think as far as doing these tours uh, it does work you know really good what about you mark what well, far far past my expectation because like from what i was used to and i was happy with the format that julian was doing before uh, with the sort of more black and white and a lot of text and you know a picture here and there but man i mean i found the first time i went through the book i wasn't even reading half of it i was just looking at all the images like oh look at this album oh look at the splatter vinyl ooh, and like stuff like that i was oh, yeah. going through it and just looking through all the imagery because a lot of this imagery, because for, for someone like me, I'm mainly a vinyl collector of Kiss. I don't collect like, you know, the trinkets and the posters and the stuff like that. So when I see st- some of this stuff that's in here, you know, like what Ken's holding up there, I mean, I, I find it fascinating. Like, you know, I do, I, I'd love to get that, you know, splattered vinyl, even though they did do a reissue of it, right? Uh, but I, I, there's a lot yeah. of imagery in there that I wasn't, you know, I didn't know about. So that was a big thing that I found was good. And again, a lot of the information within the contracts, that's always been a big thing for me. Every time I go online, I always try to find if there's people who posted any kind of contracts for, you know, not just Kiss, but other bands. Well, I'm mm-hmm. so fascinated by uh, what record labels have offered in the past and, you know, how they got hosed or how they didn't get hosed and stuff like that, you know. So I, I like... I like reading that kind of stuff. So I think Julian went above and beyond what I expected. I think that there's a lot of stuff in there that has kept me interested and still keeping me interested now. I mean, like I said, to me, I've had read it already a couple of times, but it's still extremely fresh to me still. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think one of my favorite parts is probably uh, the press clippings as well. I mm-hmm. think it's cool to see them. Uh, yes. visually see them instead of in the previous books like on Ki- in Kiss on Tour he um, he writes them in text but you can't see the the actual clipping for, from 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 the the newspaper mm-hmm. so i enjoy that and i especially enjoy this one from Sweden there's a small mm. one here at page 156 and it talks uh, it it's written about six englishmen that were in custody, they parted a bit too hard. You know, the Englishmen they didn't even make it to the show, I think, because they parted and crashed, crashed the, the ferry from, from uh, <laughs> almost crashed the interior of the ferry from, from England wow. to, to Sweden. That, uh, like true English, uh, you know, what the, do they call the, the, the football fans or soccer Hooligans? fans? Hooligans, yeah. You know, who, I'm a hooligan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that old game. Peter Chris gem. Yeah. There was a uh, one other thing. There was a uh, another clipping where I don't know if you noticed it. Uh, I think it was Italy, uh, where it was listed their names and the base. You know, it was like Gene Simmons bass and Paul Stanley. The and mm. I, I can't remember the word for those guitar or whatever. But uh, but it got to Eric Carr. It didn't mm. say Eric Carr. It said Paul Caravello. Caravello, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. what? How'd they get his real name? <laughs> on the, on yeah. the, how did that guy get it? I thought, that, wow. 
That's pretty good yeah. uh, investigation it's by that August guy. It's August 27 <laughs> to 28. Uh, it says, The following day, Eric's real name was revealed in the press on the 28th of August. Crazy. So that was the first time they got a hold of his real name in Italy. And another little detail, I think it's kind of cool that it made the effort to... I know over here, Americans are pretty famous for being lousy at geography. I don't know if that goes for you, Ken, but... Yeah, I'm, not, I'm pretty lousy at geography. Yeah. So this, <laughs> this might be new to you, but this is the flag of Italy. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he uses the colors... Uh, at the top of the page, when yeah, he writes that's, Italy, that's nice. Colors of the flag. I think it's a nice touch. touch. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, you get a little uh, flag lesson on these pages. I, I, I love that. I was a big flag guy when I was younger. I know Mark was really good when we did the kiss quizzes on, on flags and geography. So I guess he, he went to Canadian school, but Ken, you, you went to America's <laughs> Yeah, we so, we just talk about the U.S. That's there. it. You know, yeah. no one else matters, right? USA, USA, <laughs> USA, USA. Yeah, but there's just no American flag in here, darn it. Yeah. Anyway, but but do you remember that Jay Leno? Jay Leno, remember that? Was it called the Late Show or the the Jay Leno? The Tonight Show. Show. Yeah, with Tonight. Jay Leno. Yeah. Uh -huh. And he did the jaywalking thing. Oh yeah, that was great. He asked some simple <laughs> questions. <laughs> I know. Who's the first president? They wouldn't know the, who the yeah, first president was. Of first, ask, what do you do? Well, I'm a student at, at the UCLA. Okay, so where is America? And they pointed to Russia. What? <laughs> it's the biggest. It's the biggest thing on the map. It has to be. The, the yeah, USA. There's some people that USA. Did, obviously did USA. not USA. go to school or did not graduate. Uh, was they, like, they man, go to school, but it's embarrassing. Know. The hell they're doing there at the Man. Yeah, it's embarrassing okay. <laughs> watching that, that, these idiots. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Julian is, of course, actually, he's an Englishman, I think. So, yes. um, right. He, he it's geography. Yeah. So, we talked about a lot of things we like for the book. Are there things that you would like to, you know, Add, change, omit from the book something that you don't feel is really up to par. That it could have been done better, or in a different way, or could have been, you know, wasn't needed. I can start. I mentioned at the top of the show the the back of the book. I think it's such a letdown when you look at the the front. <laughs> it's great, it's a, and the back you get like it's this kind of uh, or something. The unmasked album cover. And then the yeah, back, I think it's big letdown. This text should really not be here. This is okay, but yeah. what this text, I don't know, if you move it fast, you might faint or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's one thing I think, think it should change. Other than that, I had a hard time finding anything I would like to change. Maybe well, that he repeated himself once or twice. You know, you, you, you look at yeah. a page and you see you see a news clipping, and then you move on a few more pages, pages, and the same clipping uh, turns up again. Oh, I didn't uh, or, for example, in the beginning, when you read about the unmasked tour, you get the same information. You know, first it has like a summary of the unmasked tour, and then you read about the dates, and you get the same information again. It's not a big problem in, in this book. I think it's been 
kind of an issue in some of his books that that he repeats the same information. But I guess it's like me when I teach the students, I have to repeat everything at least three times in order for them to remember to anything. Stick, yeah. Yes. It's, so it might have something. He really wants to teach you about the era, so he might, you know, mention it once or twice or three times. But I think at times I feel he should um, trust the reader a bit more. You know, when I read it once, uh, I remember it. Uh, you don't have to mention it a lot of more times. So, so other than that, I didn't find a whole lot that I wanted to change. I think he did a great job. And Julian always said, I'm a fan, I'm not really an author, but I think he can call himself an author. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Author. Can. It's, a great, it's one of the greatest kids authors around. So yes. we're all uh, really um, happy that he did this thing. Uh, what about you, Mark? You seem to have something on your mind. Yes, yes, I do have something on my mind. Now, it's not <laughs> a, a negative in the sense that there's nothing in the book that he's done that I can really really criticize. I've been very happy with what I have to read. My only point that could be considered negative is I think that there's something missing from this. Now, I understand that this is more focused on the actual touring aspect of it because the way it's written here, it says, you know, Mask Hysteria World Tour 1980-1981. So it's obviously focusing on that section of that time period. And you know me, you guys have known me for a long time now. So yeah. I'm a big guy who loves to focus on studio stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. One thing that I would have wished that there was a little bit more discussion on is maybe a little bit of talk about the actual recording sessions themselves. Maybe a picture from the record plant, you know, with Vinnie Poncia, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. uh, I know there's around. some pictures before that you where you see Paul with a big ass beard and stuff because you know yeah. back in those times they weren't really playing that much so he had a beard and stuff like that going on so like a little bit of information about you know the recording end of the thing because I know they go into a bit of detail about the album in there like the album focus but the more of the technical action. details because I know like one thing I love about the Odyssey book is he has an interview with Rob Robert Friedman I believe his name is and he's one of the engineers of the mm -hmm. album and he goes yeah. into great detail like what kind of mixing console they had the the, the the 24 track machine that they use the outboard gear that that for me is like okay i'm staying here on this chapter for the next day or two just to reread it over and over again because i love that kind of stuff because i love recording myself you know i'd love to know like what kind of compressors did he use for that oh you know let me go try to find one of those and see if it sounds that good you know like th that kind of information is missing from this but that's hardly uh, i th i think a negative point because I think to me more of a negative is if there's something in there that I don't like, but yeah. there's nothing in the book that I don't like. I love everything that's in the book. I just wish that there would have been a couple of pictures from the studio in there, maybe a little <clears throat> bit of information about the, the process itself. Yeah, it's, just, it's just so hard to please all KISS fans. Yeah, of course. Of course. So I, I get your point, but that might have been one of the things he felt was a bit too much into detail, so he didn't want to add that. Or Whatever. We'll have to talk with him about that yeah. next time. Have you ever seen? Ken. Yeah, I mean, I was just saying, have you ever seen a, a studio a picture of them recording Unmasked? Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah there is, yeah, from Unmasked. Okay, okay. Maybe there's I don't just remember. One. I remember it's, but, it's a uh, picture of him, Gene and Paul, and Paul has this huge yeah. beard on him, you know? Oh, beard. Yeah, so so you're sure beard. it's not from the Dynasty <clears throat> session? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Yeah, so... 
Yeah, that'd be cool to have. I, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, it'd be, you know, just an addition kind of thing. And maybe, I'm sure there's cases where he had too, he had too much and how much text yeah. there was, you had to leave out even lots of uh, clippings or photos uh, too mm-hmm. to just make it fit right. Um, and that's, that could be part of the reason, you know. Um, but uh, what was the question? <laughs> um, the, yeah, the question is... Negative. Uh, yeah. Or constructive criticism. Yeah. Constructive criticism. No, I, I think he should have uh, maybe not. This is not really criticism, but uh, uh, somehow tried to promote his other books more, besides just that book. You know, okay. put a list of all your your books yeah. on the back page. That's you a know, good idea. Other books, and people can go out there and you know, just the, it could have. They don't taken away know, this. You know? you know, the beer text. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of there. instead of that, just say you know put USA and wear my blue on the back. But anyway, USA. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's I, no no real criticisms really. No, I can't think nope. of any. Oh wait, just, maybe one. Yeah. Simple, okay, I'll, I'll, if you want me to get it. Oh, here we go. Yeah, we won't then. Now, sometimes it. the page numbers. Uh, I notice they're different colors, but sometimes it, I can't like. Uh, 88 looks really weird you know like it's it's almost hard to read it it's just the font it's it's, it's the <laughs> like kiss it's the kiss font kind of thing um yeah that was used a lot that's not really yeah. a good font the kiss font i don't really like that font the s's look great but that's about it yeah. you know well, remember the yeah. s's that's but, but I, I of course he has to use that font you know but but it doesn't really translate into the other letters and stuff yeah. okay but anyway, so no, we, no, no real criticism. No. So we don't have a lot of criticism because we all think the book is great. So if you would have to grade the book, you know, you can't compare it to like Hemingway or something, but uh, <laughs> the other Kiss books, you know, some of the greatest Kiss books, Chris Lentz, uh, mm-hmm. is Kiss and be the greatest Kiss book. Yeah, yeah Kiss and that's, that's five out of five. <clears throat> uh, where would you put this book? Does, do you give it like well, one out of five or three out of five? Or it's different. It it's kind of yeah, a different I, category. I think I would give it honestly, and and I, I look at it like this. I would give this, if it was out of five, I would give this yeah. book a four and a half. That's Mainly good. because I think because it, it, it is his best work, but I won't give it a five because I still think that Julian has a better book still in him. That there's that, that that there's still a book that he will surpass this one with that's still in him. I don't know which one it'll be, what album it'll be, but I think Julian has still one more, at least one more good, like really good book, a uh, five out of five in him. Yeah, that's good. Can. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of different. Then you can't really compare like Chris Lent yes, book to can. this type of book. Yes, you can do it. I, yes, I can. can't. It's yes. different. It's different. Oh, typical can. It's very different. More of everything is a tie. Biography versus. <laughs> yeah, I can't. <laughs> it's a tie. I can't go either. It's a tie. No, I, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll go with what Mark said. You know, like four and a half. Uh, like, yeah, there probably will be better uh, books than than this one. Um, 
there are a lot of interesting periods that he can cover in this you know same type of format and improve on it i'm sure it's it's all a learning experience as you go along and yeah you know i'm sure it'll be improved upon uh, when he goes forward with whatever mm -hmm. he you know tries to tackle next yeah i think um, he uh, he has done a great improvement when it comes to the visuals we've talked about that mm -hmm. Uh, but but I don't think he's realized the importance of the visuals until this one. This is the first time he's understood the importance of visuals in a kiss book. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so I'm really looking forward to his next project, whatever it will be. I think Ken mentioned a great idea there, you know, doing a dynasty thing, tying all the books together, you know, from the solo albums to the elder. That's a great idea, Ken. We have to promote that idea to, yes. to Julian. I'm sure he's already uh, so, thinking of it. And, he uh, is. That's, that's, oh, he know, is. Uh, don't be so sure. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so that's the greatest improvement. And I think you guys nailed it. It's a really good book. It's hard to do a better book on the Unmasked era and on the Unmasked oh. tour. Uh, but uh, I do feel Julian has... Um, understood there's more to a book than the text so the next time it'll be even better so i have to agree with you guys i would give it close to a five you know it's a really good book mm -hmm. and i hope you guys go out and buy it so uh so i guess that's our take on mass hysteria we all like it it's close to a five great visuals uh great content uh what would you like to see from Julian in the future? Uh, Ken has already mentioned his idea. Maybe you want to elaborate on that. The, the dinosaur thing, Ken. How would that uh, come into fruition? How would it look? What would you like to have in the book? And so on. Can you elaborate a little bit mm -hmm. on that one? I think it was a great idea. I mean, just pretty much the same type of format. Um, I think you're going to get a lot more because of you know they did actually did a u.s tour versus uh you know like unmasked where there was no u.s tour um and there's a you know a good amount of dates i think they had to cancel some obviously i think that would be interesting you know as they as he goes along and says oh this one you know they have again you know like the two shows in what lakeland florida and yeah one was canceled and more more you know in-depth you know uh, details uh, on what happened there and and you know how the ticket sales were at the time and and so on and you know and, and but again the rest of it same thing you know focusing on the album to recording of the album like mark wants of course and then the other stuff that was going on and even even you could even put merch in there that they were selling as far as dynasty type stuff at the time would be interesting to even include beyond the uh, newspaper clippings and other stuff like that reviews and, and so on um, but definitely keep it cut color and just similar similar to that mm -hmm. great ideas what do you think Mark you yeah, can't I'm, use his idea. You have to. No, no, I'm not going to use his idea. But <laughs> sure. I, I, def, I definitely think though that, you know, he he does a good job on focusing on certain periods. So I think that the sort of look at certain 
periods in general is a good way for him to, to, to write these books out, you know, because the problem with some books is that you try to write about a lot of information into into a small book, you know what I mean? Like, well, like C.K. Lent's book, luckily focused from a certain period of his career. It didn't focus on yeah. all of Kiss's career. That's why I think it made for such a good read because, you know, he didn't have to talk about the, the, the club days and all this stuff. He didn't have to, so he, he didn't have to, you know, try to squeeze in a, like 50 years into like 300 pages, right? You have to narrow, it, narrow to do. it down, yeah. Yeah, so I think that this is, this is a good format for Julian, I think. And I think that, you know, there's lots of time periods where there could be more uh, sort of juicy information to talk about. Like, for example, look at, look at the animalized period, like one of Daniel's favorite eras, you know, when, when Gene was kind of checking out, looking into Hollywood more and looking to do movies and stuff like that. I'm sure there's lots of things that he could discover about that time period from Gene and, you know, like find articles about stuff or find, you know, contracts of him trying, trying out for certain movie roles or stuff like that, something like that. Like you could really get into detail with some of these things in other books. I think, I think for, for Julian, this is his strong suit is really kind of focusing in on a time period and really trying to attack everything that's in there in that time period. Because I, I mean, don't get me wrong, that Bible that I just held up before, but that's like a culmination of years and years of work that he's done mm -hmm. to do that, you know, to put that together. But that's just, we're talking about shows, right? I mean, if he was to talk about the amount of detail that he put into that, this book that we just talked about today, into all of those albums, it would not, it would be like 3,000 page book, not like a thousand, you know, it'd be like, it'd have to be like tripled, right? Because of the amount of informa information he could probably have discovered on some of these things. So, uh, yeah, I, I I really think that this is uh, a good idea for him, and I think focusing on on these albums is is a good good thing for him to do. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. Uh, he has to focus on a period, of course, uh, or a, or a tour, or an album, or an album and a tour, and uh, I think. At least Lani would appreciate something on the revenge here because there's mm -hmm. nothing on it really. There's that old book, not that old, a few years back, Greg Prado made a book called, uh, he wrote a book called Take It Off. Take It Off. It yeah, wasn't really, it, it was okay, it was nothing special because he, he tried to, you know, do all of the no makeup era uh, and that's oh. pretty hard. He had some great uh, interviews with Bruce and so on, but. Uh, um, I'd like to see something on the adventure, and I'm hoping. I don't know if if that's a big seller. Maybe he should do something on the reunion area if he want to move some books. Mm. I think a lot of people would appreciate that, and there's a lot of fans that appreciate that era, old fans and new fans. They met a lot of new fans during that period, like you know, mm. I think Andrew Skimbadi and, and guys like that. They mm -hmm. They uh, that are a little bit younger that they uh, took notice of Kiss because of the reunion. Um, so something on the reunion uh, could probably <clears throat> be pretty interesting because mm -hmm. I think if you focus on the reunion um, tour, like '96, '97, that could be pretty interesting. Uh, they did some albums. You could talk a lot, lot about that as well. You know, they did Greatest Kiss in '97 and 
when did they release that thing you wanted the best you got the best mm -hmm. was was that in 97 as well 96 maybe oh, say yeah. 96 96 i think uh, but uh, there's a whole history behind that album it was supposed to be something completely different mm. something really exciting but ended up being kind of a letdown so yeah something about that period i think would be pretty cool but i do think he should keep the format that he used for this latest product i think it was really interesting because if you read a lot of rock and roll books you know this is one of the classics uh, mm. from motley Crue, mm. uh, the yeah. dirt it's a great book. Yeah, there that. aren't a lot of pictures in this one, and they tend to put every picture in the middle of the book. You know, they have a yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then it's just text. Yeah. So, so you read, you read, and finally some pictures. I enjoy the way Julian did it this time around, where you have pictures and news clippings all the way through the book instead of you know unloading everything in the middle like people do most of the time. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if you guys out there haven't heard the album with John Karabi from '94, go and listen to that one. That's actually my favorite Motley Crue mm. album. Mm. Uh, sort of a odd record, but but a real cool record. But uh, now that you mentioned though the reunion there, Daniel, yeah. one yeah. thing that I think would be an, an interesting read would be to take a look at Psycho Circus. I mean, the album that we got, you know. That, that they they pulled the wool over our eyes on you know we were supposed yeah. to have an original member mm -hmm. album and we got anything that. but that so there could be all kinds of information that could be discovered about that and talked about during that time period yeah maybe you could do the reunion era it's, it's pretty short you know it's just mm -hmm. five years so 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 there's a lot of stuff there that i think people are interested in in mm -hmm. learning more about so yes. i think that could could work uh but if we move on from Julian uh, and go into all the KISS fans, all the KISS authors, are there books that you are anticipating, KISS books that you want to see come, uh, you know, be, be written? Uh, I, I always thought about, I met a guy at the two concerts in Dalhalla, Sweden, you know, that KISS did a month ago or something. Uh, it was a little Italian guy, uh, you know, Italian, you hear it, they talk very loud and very fast, <laughs> and I heard Italian when I when I walked around, you know, just before the first show was going to start, and then I looked over and I saw this guy, I recognized that guy, and it was Nico, you know, the one who um, did the Strike magazine in the oh, 90s. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I think it was his 200 Kiss show. So he's, wow. he was uh, pretty upbeat and he was holding some balloons, you know, that said 200 and so on. So <laughs> I talked to him briefly. Um, and then the second night he was there as well. So this guy has seen a lot of Kiss and he's taken a whole lot of photos of Kiss mm -hmm. through the makeup, uh, through the reunion and through the non-makeup years. I think mm. he started that fan club in the late 80s, like 87 or something. Uh, so he has a lot, and he's always been taking photographs. So a photo book from Nico would be real cool to see. Uh, he could actually do several photo books or, uh, on different eras. So I would enjoy something from that guy. Uh, maybe something on the revenge tour or something, because I know he, he went over and, and saw a whole lot of shows from, from the Revenge mm. Tour. 
What about you guys? Any kiss book that you would like to see, Ken, that hasn't been written yet? I mean, I don't think it'll happen, but I don't, think, I don't know if there's enough details. You could wish, yeah. Out there, but I would love to have a, something that just focused on the studio stuff, recordings, and and you know how they recorded the songs and uh, the takes and the the guitars, the instruments they use for these songs on each song. That sort of, you know, kind of going back to the Beatles, uh, have some really, you know, there's a couple. Yeah, I have a Beatles recording. Yeah, that, that's just there. fantastic. I mean, that's details. Um, I don't know if they could probably never get into that detail, um, but that would be cool. Um, that's, you know, to, to see that kind of stuff, um, read that, read that going through their career. Um, the other thing would be, you know, if they just do more box sets and they continue to re you know, put those, bo those books, uh, that come along, those are, those are pretty, pretty cool. You know, it's not everything of course, but it's, it's, it has, in, you know, interview and stuff like that with the band members and, and the other information that's in there. Uh, like the, you know, the destroyer box set and the creatures box set. Those those books are cool. If they do decide to do more uh, box sets, hopefully um, we'll get more of that. But yeah, the studio stuff would be interesting to me and what they played. And, mm. You know, all that kind of yeah. minutia stuff. I guess Mark, you would like to see something similar, maybe. I was going to say that's kind of the book that I uh, would expect me to see. You know, uh, because I. I'm always into that kind of stuff. But I think one book that I was always surprised that hasn't come out because I really enjoyed the first one was when uh, uh, Ken Sharp, he did nothing to lose that book. Yeah. Remember, that kind of focused oh, yeah. on yeah, the yeah, beginnings yeah. up to about Alive. And it yeah. had a lot of stuff in there that I had no clue about. Like, I didn't realize that, you know, they were, that, uh, you know, the producers, Ken Kerner and Weiss, were trying to, you know, convince Kiss to leave Casablanca and they go over onto this other record label and then you know, Bogart found out and fired them all and that's why they didn't appear on Dress to Kill and like all these things that Ken Sharp wrote in that book I thought was fantastic and I thought for sure that he would have continued on from there like from the Destroyer onward like I, th I thought that was for sure in the books because that book was so so good and it was so well received not only by well mainly by Kiss people I'm sure but I'm sure that the people who had read it even if they weren't diehard Kiss fans, they were just music fans. I think think they would have really enjoyed it the way it was written. I think he did a great job. Why that book hasn't come out? Um, I have I have a feeling that it's something to do with Kiss. I can I can always imagine that they're probably holding it up for some reason or don't want it discussed or you know how those guys are. I mean, any good idea Kiss will either not do it or they'll be like seven years behind in doing it. That's how Kiss are, right? So. I think it didn't pay that Ken Sharp guy enough. <laughs> so, because yeah. I guess he wrote all of that stuff and then they made a deal. You know, you can promote mm. this book, you can, you can, uh, this book can come out if you give us, give us this amount of money yeah, or this piece of the cake. Thing. Yeah. And I guess they took uh, a too, too, much. <laughs> too much. So he didn't feel it was. An idea to to continue that. Otherwise, it would have been great just to do the eras, you know, yeah. 72 to 75, 76 to 78, 79 to you know, yeah. all the way. But 
that's up to Julian to do the, right now. You know, he has the formula. He has the template that works. The elder, uh, and then Ken's idea, Dynasty, and he has already done the solo albums and Unmasked now. So keep it, keep up the good work. Uh, on a side note, I just have to mention. I saw Ken was really into one topic on the message board this week. What it was, was a topic. It was a topic between, uh, I guess, uh, Andrew Scambetti and oh. uh, his foe. You know, Andrew Scambetti has been, yeah, the Gooch has said that Andrew Scambetti is behind the leak, that, he's that Sam Andrew Scambetti is Sam Lewis. <laughs> what do you have to say about all that, Ken? I, I saw you wrote some stuff about that. Is that Goochapalooza, that, that thread? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah it's just, <laughs> I don't know. I every time someone puts a video up there Gooch blocks it you know or, or yep. whatever and then he sets threatening emails or, or messages to uh, the people who you know are, are posting these videos up there on YouTube or whatever um, it's just it's gotten to be ridiculous at this point I mean it's proof he doesn't I he treats it as if he owns these uh, videos and I don't think he owns them. I, he says he licenses them, but uh, I just I don't. I think they're more of really kisses <clears throat> kisses ownership, in my opinion. Um, and and from what I understand, you know, we know he stole them or a bunch of them from somewhere, or that when they were doing the A and E documentary or whatever, uh, and then down the road sold the stuff. Why would if you license this stuff out? If they were licensed, why would you be selling, you know, hard drives or whatever, however many terabytes or whatever it is to multiple people? Um, it just doesn't make any sense. So um, he seems pretty rude. And like I say on there, you know, karma is going to come get him one of these days. You know, yeah. Maybe Batman will get him. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Robin. Yeah, here's a direct quote from Ken. What a deranged yeah. kiss video hoarder Gooch is. Yeah. Oh yeah, my. He's deranged. Yeah. Just yeah, and that's words. based on some of the things he's uh, says to people, and he's talk, starts talking about the FBI, or actually, he had the FBI. The FBI actually came to Andrew's door, I guess. Uh, and it just that's just. In my opinion, that's going too far. Hell but, yeah! I think he wrote something about. He made up a story about Andrew's. Andrew had had been threatening to kill his child or something. Oh yeah, his son or something, <laughs> and he's, that's total bonkers, you know. Yeah, he, it's, it's, made, it's, it's all it's just making up stuff. Uh, yeah. I, I don't. I. I think you remember that's why I a say few deranged. years back. Do you remember a few years back when when Julian interviewed that guy for when they released an ebook of of Kiss? Uh, oh, what's the, the name? Kiss of Alive Forever. Yeah, Kiss Alive the Forever. Yeah, there's another yeah, book like right you, there, it's right? A real, it's a real it's a real good interview, and they seem like nice guys. But something happened along the way, I guess. Mm -hmm. Kind of lost his mind. Yeah. One person actually uh, hinted that Gooch was employed by the kiss company uh, and instead of you know 
paying up for the stuff he stole. They they hired him in order to chase the stuff. <laughs> what do you think about that? Yeah. That's a that's a theory. I don't know if I believe that. I think they just want to rather just get their stuff in their hands. Um, why would you have that guy doing his, their policing? Uh, I think they would hire real lawyers and stuff to do that. Um, they have lawyers already, so I don't, I don't see a reason. Uh, you know, yeah, well, he's doing it because otherwise he'd have to, you know, sell his house or, or something. Maybe I don't know. They'd sue the heck out of him for what he's done already, um, mm -hmm. and maybe that's what should probably happen in the first place <laughs> instead yeah. of. Uh, what's going on now but uh yeah crazy stuff yeah marks any thoughts on that matter mark uh i don't know whether whether he is or not andrew i i mean i don't know i i can't imagine him being you know the infamous sam loomis and if he is he but is. uh they say <clears throat> andrew had that uh, you know strange story about his computer being yeah that that that, that, that that's I have to say, yeah, that's what that's the one thing that kind of makes me sometimes suspect whether he's being honest because I mean that was a that was a pretty big lie that was said. There. That had to do with the hot in the shade. Uh, yeah, and he still, seems to have video. he seems to really have a big desire to be seen and you know known for his stuff. Uh. Yeah, there there are there there is ways to look at it where you could probably say that it's possible, but you know what. I've always believed that the truth will eventually come out one way or another. You know, I think it's just a matter of time. But look, and we and you have to we have to all admit this on this little gathering that we have here together today yeah. is that we have, we have definitely benefited from whoever the Sam Loomis is. Yeah, we all love Sam Loomis. We've some fantastic <laughs> yeah. footage that we yeah, now have in our collection. Sam we actually did an episode called Sam Lewis for President, which yes. was one of our That's... most popular episodes that That's year. Right. So, yeah, and I mean, so you got to admit, like now I have a, a complete version of a live Cobo Hall Night One that has the the complete proper encores with the handing out of the the, the gold records and everything. Yeah. So, thank you, Sam Loomis, for that. You know, and also have you know some Destroyer stuff footage and stuff like that. So there's a lot of stuff that we we did get as collectors that yeah, we're probably so happy about. Good times, so, yeah. Yeah, and I know Daniel's especially over the moon when the revenge stuff started leaking Hell yeah. out. Hell yeah, good stuff. I just wish, uh, there, there, I remember there was one revenge show leaked, but it wasn't all of it, you know, mm -hmm. it was yeah. cut in half or something. Yeah. But the, I, I managed to get a hold of the Tokyo 95 uh, video which was like awesome and one of the best ones I've seen in a long time mm -hmm. so I think we're all pretty positive uh, towards Sam Loomis if that is Andrew or not yeah, I don't know I don't know I don't think so there's some real crazy stuff going along and uh, go, going around those guys you know the Gooch and Andrew and the, <laughs> it's a mess it's a mess. Mm -hmm. We'll see, like Mark said, eventually the truth will come forward, maybe. Let's hope it does. I think so. Uh, anything else you guys want to mention about the book or the discussions today, or should we wrap things up? Well, just get it before it's gone. Jillian yeah, said it's limited. Uh, I don't know exactly what that means, but it's limited. So uh, usually that means it's 
it's, it's not going to be around forever to buy. Yeah, so go to maskhysteria.com. That's maskhysteria.com and order your copy now. And you can get on Amazon too. So Yeah, just go to Amazon and uh, type Julian Gill or Mask Hysteria and it'll pop up. Yeah, so I definitely guess, suggest that. Yeah, so I guess that's it. So from Ken, Mark, and me, Daniel, see you around. See you next time. Keep on kissing. Yes. Thank you for spending time listening to the Kiss FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the Kiss FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.